0: No, no, KFC, KFC. Yeah, but anyway, I want to welcome all of you tonight. I'm so glad that you're here. We're going to have a wonderful service tonight. We really are. It might look small, but there's a bunch of people out in the hall, but we're going to have a great service tonight, and we're glad that you're here, and going to participate with us, and if there's anyone here for the very first time, y'all look familiar, But if there's anyone here for the very first time, uh, if you would just look in the seat in front of you in the back of the pew, and uh, there's a little card there, and if you would be so kind and fill that out and take it out to the Welcome Center, we would really appreciate that. Now, to all of you live streamers out there, we're glad that you have joined with us tonight, and hopefully we're all going to praise the Lord together, right? Amen. Amen. Well, now, we're not worshiping right now. We're going to do something just a little different. We're going to have some testimonies of being thankful for what God has done for you. Now, somebody come up here and give me a testimony. (laughs) Come on down. I've been waiting to tell that one. All right. She's been waiting to tell this. (laughs) Well, my husband's been really sick, and so...
1: We have not had a paycheck for six weeks. And God's grace, we did not miss one bill. Money came in because we've been a faithful tither the whole time. And
0: we actually have
1: extra money not behind. Nice yes. Guys,
0: that is wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. God's always so good and so faithful. Come on up.
2: This is the best year I've had in a long time. I've got money in the bank and things that I've never had for a long time. And then uh, my wife, uh, my daughter's got me on this weight loss program. I've lost 19 pounds so far.
0: Oh my. Boy, that's a thank, thank God. Uh, what's the weight loss program? <laughs> well, it, it cost a fortune. Oh, well, go, just go, honey. You know me, I'm a tight wad. All right, who else would like to give the Lord? I'll, I'll be honest with you. It's been, It's 2020, but it's one of the best years I've ever had. It really is. Everything has just worked out great. Oh, I know I've worked like a dog, but everything has just worked out great. God has totally and completely blessed me in every area of my life. My health is better. Everything, like he said, finances is better. Everything's better. And I just appreciate that, and I praise God for it, and I thank him for it. Come on, somebody give me another testimony. Who? Oh, all right. We have a pay lakes, and we've had it around fifteen years now. And this, I summer, want to explain that a little bit because I wouldn't even know what a pay lake is. People pay to fish. <laughs> and I mean, if I, I have a pond, I could make people pay to fish it. <laughs> I just let them do it free. At any rate, this year was the best ever. Oh, praise God! Praise God, Nicole. You wanting to give a thank? Oh, I thought you were just running down here to give God thanks.
3: I was uh, just stuck in the draws of alcoholism and drug addiction and uh, womanizing, and it's been almost seven years, and uh, when I called out to God, um, he took that complete desire away. And I've had no desire in almost seven years to do that, and I'm... You know, it shows the power of a praying mother because my mother always prayed for me. And, you know, I'm lucky. She's going to be 93 in February, and God has blessed me with her to this day. And I thank you.
0: That's excellent. Yep. Hey, sweetheart, how
4: are you? I went home from church Sunday, and I sat down and wrote a list of things that God has done for us over the years. And I was like at 22, and I, then I would go away and say, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, and there's just too many things to try to tell y'all at once. But the the number one thing on my list is God saved me when I was 17. I was lost as a goose in a fog, and <laughs> and I met I met my husband, and I came to church and got saved, and then, you know, we had uh, twin daughters, and I was very sick when they were born. And I remember my mother-in-law telling me in the Bible how we were healed by the stripes of Jesus. And um, I didn't have a whole lot of teaching at that point, but that's one thing I remember her telling me. And I heard nurses standing over me saying, well, she's going to have a stroke because my blood pressure was... And I was just really sick, but I didn't really understand how sick I was till I left the hospital. And one of Ted's um, relatives, who was a nurse... When I told her what all was wrong with me she grabbed me and she goes we just lost a woman that um, had what you had and I just remember I was like just barely 20 years old and I was laying in a hospital and I heard them talking about me you know like I wasn't going to make it and I said no to myself that's not what the bible says I'm young and God promised me a long life and just so many things over the years my son had a gun accident that could have turned out, you know, the bullet went through his hand, missed all the you know, it could have been a lot worse and I could just go on and on, but God God is faithful. Amen. Amen. And we want to thank him for that. Amen.
0: Oh! I got a good She's got a good one.
5: <laughs> okay. She knows this personally, but my I've been... My boss left since COVID, so she's been gone since March, and I'm doing their personal stuff and all their stuff at the office, and there was always a little bit of friction, and one day, I sent her a thank you for my job and for my insurance, and I just told her I was grateful, and she sent me an email back I couldn't believe, thanking me for everything, I've done for her personally and professionally and we just we had one more property and it was a piece of trash and I just sold it. I got more money than she wanted. They're paying the closing costs and she is so happy and she just stays there. We do it through the mail, but she just said, I, she said, I know you've got my interest, take care of it. And so instead of there being mistrust and friction, it's like she just let go and, and we are both so happy. And I, I'm like, how, how could two people? I'd be it? happy if my boss has gone, too. <laughs> no, but <I> mean, <laughs> no, but I mean, she knows we used to, you know, and all of a sudden, it, it, God just fixed it. So he can fix anything with anybody, saved or unsaved. And I'm just so grateful.
0: Yeah. Amen. 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 Come on down. <clears throat> Bill, well, I always call him the B-man because he used to raise bees and do the honey, and man, you did everything, didn't you?
2: What you got, Bill? Well, you know, that my home was taken, and I was homeless. And for a year and a half, I have lived in my Ford Explorer in the middle of the Walmart parking lot in Sydney. Yes. And this year, I have been blessed greatly by many, many good Christian people. I was able to save my pennies and didn't have enough and found an RV that I wanted so that I could have another home. A man told me that he would sell me a $1,600 IV for the $800 that I had. Praise God. Praise God. Not only that, he paid for the title, he paid for the insurance, and he paid for the plates. Now I have me a home. Praise and, yes. Praise God. He has been he has been so good to me that he is the one I give credit to. Okay. No one else. That's right. He That's is right. he is my my lord. He's my lord. He's your everything. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And I thank him for all he's done for me. I thank him for all he's given me. Knowledge and and, and the Not just plain knowledge, but the the wisdom to be able to use it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, I thank my good Lord with all my heart and soul. And I thank this church for allowing me to be here. Well. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. You're more than welcome.
0: <laughs> but maybe not after you got me crying. No, I tease a Bill. Hi, honey.
6: I have struggled to be saved my whole life. I, Satan has touched me uh, so many times. I lost twins when I was 16. My daughter, twins. twins. And my daughter was murdered when I was 17. But God, he promised, he promised that he... November 7th, I seen hell. God showed me that I was going to go there if I didn't change my life. And I fell on my living room floor. And I accepted Jesus. And I will never go back.
0: <laughs> Wonderful testimony.
6: And even though there's all these families that are being torn apart, my family's being brought back together.
0: And I just thank Him. Amen. Thank you. Such a good testimony. (laughs) Praise God. Come up here, little cutie. Hi there. I just went through some health problems, and the Lord's seen me through them
5: all. And I just thank Him for His healing power and saving grace.
0: Amen, Amen. Jane. Amen. 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 Anyone else wants to thank the Lord for how good He's been to us? Oh, come on down today. I'm making you walk down
7: here. Sorry. I've been wanting to do this for a long time, but I get really scared. So high. I grew up in a home that served the Lord until I was about ten years old. And my dad ended up playing in bars. Um, He was a piano player and he was really good. And um, he started cheating on my mom and he got on cocaine and um, they got a divorce and my dad was abusive during that time, so he was very abusive to my sister and I and my mom in front of us. But my mom quit serving the Lord because she blamed him for it for whatever reason. And so for some reason, I, though, at 10, knew that God had a calling on my life, and I didn't want to give up on him, so I had a friend that took me to church, and that from that moment on, I would hitch rides to church, I would walk, I would take the bus, and I grew up in a really rough area, very poverty-ridden and all that, so that's kind of scary at that age to do that, but um, I would just do whatever I could to go to church, and I never gave up on God. And here I am standing today leading worship for the Lord and working here at the church, working my dream job I never thought I would even have. I had a job at the time I was offered this job, but God knew what he was doing. So I just want to give him all the praise that I'm not a drug addict. I'm not, you know, drinking. I'm not out on the streets like I could have been. And I gave my life to the Lord. So
0: praise God. anyone else, anyone else? Ah, here comes someone. Yep.
6: So a few years ago, a few years ago, my sister had a surgery done that she couldn't have kids. And just this past October, she is finally is legally adopted her stepson, who's like eight years old. And throughout the whole process. He would always call her mom. He knew, like, his biological mom was always in and out. And he would always tell people that my sister was his real mom. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> through all the things, she's always wanted to
0: have kids and she just never could. And then she had surgery that couldn't leave her. And now she has a cute little eight that that is legally hers because it's been finalized. <laughs> all right. That's wonderful. Anyone else? Anyone else? No? We're all dead? Well, are we ready to worship the Lord? All right. We're going to have worship night now tonight, but we're going to do some other things at the end. So, all right. We love you guys. Well, I can't think of a
8: better song than this song called "Grateful." Love is all around me. Gratefulness inside me. our voice tonight let's cry out to him tonight that we can't hold our love back any longer we have to sing we have to sing for the rocks will cry out if we don't sing we have to sing of his love we have to sing of his goodness we have to sing of his faithfulness of his mercy of his power and of his might we sing Change it.
3: Let's continue to worship the Lord uh, with our giving tonight. If you need an offering envelope, one of our ushers will make sure you get one, or you can simply just reach in front of you and grab one out of the pew ahead of you. Uh, or you can give electronically. I know it's the way I prefer to give. It's easy to give by using uh, text to give or push pay or going to slash giving. If you got your Bibles, I always like to read a couple of scriptures to encourage you. Uh, if you would, turn with me to Leviticus chapter 27. Leviticus chapter 27. Now I'm going to read uh, verses 30 and 32. Leviticus chapter 37, verse 30 says this, And all of the offerings of the land, whether of the seed of the land or the fruit of the tree, is the Lord's, and it's holy to the Lord. Verse 32 says this, And concerning the offerings of the herd or the flock, of whatever passes under the rod, the tenth one shall be holy unto the Lord. So we clearly see that the offerings is the Lord's, and he calls it Holy. Holy, by definition, means to be dedicated or consecrated to God. So our offerings should be set apart and dedicated to Him as a holy gift. And we know Malachi chapter 3 says this, that we bring the tithes into God's storehouse. He says that once we do that, that He will, He says, prove me herewith, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out blessings upon you, that you won't have room enough to receive them. So we need to consider tonight, as you give tonight, church, we are rescuers, are we not? Every dollar that comes in this ministry, we do, we do it for one purpose, and that's to win souls. And as I shared with you, the last time I was up here in, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 17, you know, every person that comes to Christ, although you may not be the one that shares it, you may not be the one that speaks it, because you have been tithing, you're giving in the offerings, it's being added to your account. Can you imagine the camp meeting we're going to have in heaven someday when 3.8 million people come to you and say, thank you for what you've done? And you'll say, well, what did I do? God will say, because of your tithes and offerings, you allowed Pastor Peter say Pastor Nicole Waters, Pastor uh, Phyllis, and others win souls. And he who wins souls, the Bible says, is what? Wise. Tonight as we give, tonight rejoice. We're getting ready to have Thanksgiving here in just a couple of days. I know during COVID-19, we've had a lot of struggles. We've had some frustrations. Have we not? But you know what? Don't we have lots to be thankful for? We have a God in heaven that loves us and cares for us. He has a plan and purpose for us. And you know, the bottom line is this. Although COVID has hit us, it, didn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect what God, who God is. God still has a plan for us. And you know what? He's anointed us and equipping us to do what he's calling us to do. And we're going to do it. Are we not, Church? Amen. Let's bring our tithes and offerings to the Lord. Let's pray. Let me pray first. Jesus, I just thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. I thank you, Lord, for the gift and every seed and every tithe that's sown tonight because I know you see it, Lord. You're going to have the church, the people that are tithing tonight, live under an open heaven. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to us. Lord, thank you for sending your son your best gift to us, Lord. As we give tonight, we love you, and we consecrate this gift that's holy unto you, and we know you'll bless it, and we know you'll bring it back to us, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. And everyone has said in the name of Jesus, amen. God bless you. Let's bring our tithes and offerings to the Lord, and then Pastor Phyllis is going to share for a few minutes.
0: Um I haven't taught in over a year, probably, and I'm not teaching tonight. I'm just going to share just a couple of things with you. but um, today I was up to my elbows and uh, cooking and making cheese balls, and you know how those things are they're all over you, and so Nikki calls and we 're talking, and she says, "Hey, mom, would you like to share a little something tonight?" I said, i don't have anything." She said, well, would you do it? And I said, yeah, I will. So here's what I believe that God wanted me to share with you tonight. And like I said, it's only going to be two or three minutes. So you better grasp it quick. (laughs) All right. And all the pastors here at Only Believe Ministries and myself, listen, this is to tell you, this is from our heart, these first things. Because God just laid them on my heart to share this with you. And that's in First Thessalonians, the first chapter. And it says, uh, and Paul and his people, Sylvanius and Timothy and all them are talking to the church at Thessalonica, okay? But anyway, so it goes on down to verse two, and it says, we, talking about them, but we, I'm talking to you tonight. This is coming from all the pastors here at Only Believe Ministries. We give thanks to God always for you all. Now, I think they might have been a little hillbilly because that's right down my alley, y'all. We give thanks to God always for you all, making mention of you in our prayers. We pray for you, congregation, all the time. All the time. Remembering without ceasing your work of faith. And your labor of love. And patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. In the sight of God and our Father. Now, then it goes over to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And it says, and he's talking about, you know, they were talking about praying for you guys, but then it goes into 1 Thessalonians 5, 17, and 18, and it says this, pray without ceasing. Now, I thought, now, why why does God want us to pray, and Paul's, you know, writing this here, why does God want us to pray without ceasing? Do you realize he wants to fellowship with you? This is a whole total thing that he wants you to pray without ceasing and getting things done in life, you know, but still he wants to fellowship with you. He wants to spend time with you. He, he wants to talk to you. Now, I wasn't going to tell this story, but you know what? It's a, it's a story that you'd probably tell kids. But it hits home. It resonates with us tonight. When we ask Jesus Christ, and you know, Nicole, you've heard this story many times. When we ask Jesus Christ to come into our heart, where are are we bringing him? We're bringing him into our home. So we're asking him, Jesus, come in and sup with me. Come in and talk to me. Come in and spend time with me. Okay? So, but he comes in. And we say, okay, Jesus, I'm going to set you right here in this big chair by the fire. And I'm going to make you real comfortable. But I got I to gotta run some errands. I got to do some things. So you're off. You're doing your thing. And then you forget about Jesus. And you come home that evening. You th- oh, my gosh, Jesus, I left you here all day. I haven't talked to you. I haven't spent any time with you. I haven't done anything with you. What was I thinking? Jesus, I tell you what, I'm tired right now. I'm going to go to bed, but I'll I'll talk to you in the morning. So you get up in the morning, and the kids has got this, and somebody's got that, and somebody something happened here, and something happened there. And you're like, oh, my, Jesus, I promise I'll be back about 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock. I'll talk to you then. And so you're out, you're running, you're doing your thing. You come back, and Jesus is sitting there waiting for you to spend time with him. For you to fellowship with him. And I could go on and on. But guys, this is what I'm telling you. When he says, pray without ceasing. You know, he's meaning keep me on your mind. Talk to me. Spend time with me. That's his desires. Okay? And I know it's hard to do in today's society. Because we got everything pulling us here and pulling us there. Everything, you know. But he says this. In verse, uh, where am I at? Five. Okay. He says, um, 18, in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ, of God in Christ Jesus concerning who? Concerning you. This is the will of God to give thanks in everything you do. And when you're praying, see, you're giving thanks to God for what he's done for you. And so, Now, when he says everything, what do you think that means? To give thanks for everything. That means absolutely everything. The good things, the bad things. Seriously? The difficult times, you know? The times of pressure, the times of stress. When you have stress in your life, losing your job, like that little... I forget her name back there, but she was telling about her testimony, about he he was out of work. God supplied every need and more and more. So in times of sickness and in health, listen, we need to thank God. I know you think, oh, my goodness, I can't thank God. My mother just died or this one died or that happened or that happened. We need, God says, to thank God in everything, right? Look, we have a we have a roof over all of our heads. We have food to eat. We have a nice, warm, cozy bed to sleep in. I mean, God has blessed us so much. He has taken care of each and every one of you out there, as well as me and my family. So we need to thank him for all of these things. Thank him for your spouse. Thank him for your help. Thank him for everything. Now, these instructions that God has given us here in the Word says it's God's, it's God's will. And this is for us as a Christian. Now, I want to tell you a real, a real quick story, and I'm almost done. All right. This was in the old, old church years ago. No, none of you guys would remember him. But God spoke to me. He said, about five rows behind me, and God spoke to me, and he said, go back to him and tell him. He said, there's something wrong with him. God didn't tell me what it was. He said, there's something that he's going through that he's having a problem with. Go back to him and tell him if he'll just come down to the altar and raise his hands up like this to me and, and thank me that I'm delivering him from this problem I will deliver him. So I went and told him. And he said, I'm not, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. So to this day, <clears throat> this man still has whatever problem this is. And I, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. But <clears throat> God didn't say that. Now, what I'm saying here. We cannot be so prideful because that's what it was with him. He was so prideful. <clears throat> Guys, I need a drink of water. But anyway, oh, well, it eh? probably isn't open. <laughs> I got it. You get dry up here. <clears throat> but anyway, he had so much pride, he would not lay down his pride. To thank God for this thing. And he still carries this to this day. Listen, don't ever be that prideful. You know what? If you've got to run to this altar. God, deliver me. Set me free from whatever this is. I thank you, God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. You have no idea, God, how much I thank you and appreciate all that you do. Listen, everything you've got. You didn't get it on your own, even though you think you did. Or some of us might think we did. But you didn't. God was the one that provided for you and for all of us. And listen, I want, that was all that I wanted to share with you. That's what God gave me, short and sweet. But I want to say this. I want you guys to have a blessed, absolutely blessed Thanksgiving and what Nicole and I are going to do I want you to come up Nicole and I want all of you guys to come down here and just start thanking God because I'm going to pray Nicole and I are going to pray over you I'll pray something whatever and she'll take up wherever I leave off she's a better prayer than I am she really is she just has all these fluent words and I'm just like hey God (laughs) it's me (laughs) y'all Come on down, come on down, you know what guys we're family we're a big family, and you don't have to you don't have to hold somebody's hand or nothing like that, but we're a big family, and we need to love one another, we need to be there for one another. we need to you know, yeah, just come on down you can hold her hand, but I'm going to tell your wife that is his wife of about how many years, Joan. 22. Well, congratulations, honey. This January will be my 50th, dear God. Help me, Jesus. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to pray for all you guys. Listen, if you've got something on your heart, God wants you to talk to him. He wants you to tell him your needs. He does. (coughs) So we're going to pray. Heavenly Father, I come before you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. God, I stretch out my hand on each and every person. God, I ask you to stretch out your hand on each and every person that is here in this building tonight. God, I ask you to bless them abundantly, Lord. I ask you to take care of them, to watch over them, to, to uh, let them have peace in their mind. And in their families. And God, when they're meeting with their families over Thanksgiving, God, I ask you to let them have joy. Let them have peace. Let it be the most wonderful time, Thanksgiving, that they have ever had. And God, I just pray for their help that no one, no one gets sick. And that, Father, you are with each and every one of them. And God, if they have a need, I'm asking right now, to bring it from the north, the south, the east, and the west. And fulfill whatever need that is for, these, for the, the people, God. You love them with all your heart. And we know that. And we thank you, God, for your love. We thank you that you want to talk to us and spend time with us. God, we thank you for that. Because you know what? Daniel did. Morning, noon, and night. God, help us. Help us to be more faithful to pray. And we thank you for that, Father, in Jesus' mighty name.
1: Father, I just thank you that this Thanksgiving, Father, inside of our homes, God, where we'll meet with family members. God, I ask, Lord, right now that the spirit of peace reign in that home. I speak to dysfunction and the enemy who tries to stir contention, strife, and envy in every evil work. I take authority over you. In the name of Jesus, you will be silenced in our homes this Thanksgiving. These homes will be full of peace and love. God, we will see what you see. We will move for what moves you. We will love like you love in this season, God. And we will not be tempted by the enemy. We will not be drawn away by past hurts and regrets and distension and contention in the name of Jesus but father we will live like Christ this holiday, Father, to be an example of you to our families, Father, that we might win some for your glory, Father. I speak to every college student that's here tonight. I speak right now this online learning, Father. For those of the, that this might be difficult, God, I ask you to create a communication between them and their professors, Father, that they would not miss an assignment, that they would not lose sight of the goal. But God, through this exam season, Father, that everything that they've learned would be brought back to their attention, and they would pass with flying colors, Father. Holy Spirit, remind them of their work. Remind them of the students, the pages they've done, God. Give them favor, God, wherever they go. And, Father, I just ask you, whatever the situation, when they return, God, that you give them the strength to walk in peace, Father, and to be content where they are, Father, with what you've done and to still be a witness throughout. In the name of Jesus, I thank you for it, Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, listen, we want to tell you all to have a happy, happy, happy Thanksgiving. And we love you. And we pray for you. Like I said, every day, every day, we pray for you. And just go in peace and be safe. We'll see you on Sunday when we start a new
1: series called He Shall Be Called. And we start our Christmas season. See you Sunday at 10.
0: Bye, guys.
8: You turn
1: graves into gardens. You turn bones into armies. Turn... Hey, live streamers, we're so glad that you could join us today. Be sure to check out all of our social media platforms, and we can't wait to see you next time.
8: You turn into you turn bones into armies. It's easy to cry.